Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 203, AC Condenser Replacement. Uh, This one, again, I'm going to be reading an article from a trade magazine. Uh, This one's going to talk about why is it uh, becoming kind of more necessary or certainly advisable or recommended to replace the AC condenser, which is part of your AC system on your car, uh, when when there's other repairs being done, specifically like a compressor failure, okay? Um, There's been some changes in AC condensers to make them more efficient over the years, Um, But the downside to it is uh, the idea of trying to flush them to get any contaminants out of them is becoming almost an impossibility. So this article is going to talk about that and address it. Uh, Again, this is called AC Condenser Replacement. It's uh, it's originally from a trade magazine called Underhood Service. And the the author on the article is Andrew Markell, which if you've been following the podcast, you'll recognize that name. So he's a very good knowledgeable technical editor so i enjoy reading his stuff so um again couple quick commercials as usual if you want to get a hold of me via email it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com and i'm also on linkedin under brad kyle's motorworks so a couple things to check out there if you're so inclined so let's get into this one Uh, When a compressor fails, the question for most technicians is whether to flush the condenser or replace it. The answer depends on the type of condenser it is. For tube and fin condensers or serpentine types, the choice is not difficult. The internal tube diameter is wide enough to be able to flush material through it to ensure the inside is clean and free of contaminants. Starting in the early 2000s, the most popular type of condenser for vehicles that use R134A has been the parallel flow condenser because it's more efficient condenser designed for this type of refrigerant. Parallel flow condensers don't have large hollow tubes that the refrigerant flows through, but a series of very small tubes close together in a row with the internal diameter about the size of a pinhead. This helps to improve the surface area of the condenser and increases its cooling capacity. Its multi-channel construction allows the refrigerant to make multiple passes through the condenser, which provides maximum heat transfer. Also, the smaller tubes and wide surface area allow the maximum amount of refrigerant to encounter air flowing through the condenser fins. Unfortunately, the characteristics that make the parallel flow condenser so efficient are among its major drawbacks as well. The tubes that efficiently transfer heat are so small that they trap any contamination in the system that tries to pass through them. What that means for your customer is that flushing the AC system won't remove the contamination from the condenser. These particles will create a restriction in the condenser and make the high side pressures go up, forcing the compressor to work harder and possibly fail. It's also possible that the contamination in the condenser can work itself free and end up at the compressor where it will also cause a failure. Nonetheless, the parallel flow condenser is a highly effective heat exchanger that divides the unit into into sections or passes 
which creates a more efficient process for the refrigerant to change state from gas to liquid. This is done by making the refrigerant change direction by 180 degrees at the end on the side rails by placing a plug inside the rail at intervals, forcing the refrigerant to change directions. The more plugs, the more times the refrigerant changes direction. In most condensers, the refrigerant makes three to four passes through the condenser. When a compressor fails, it introduces contaminants into the system. One of the easiest ways to spot this is to remove the orifice tube that usually reveals metal deposits or sludge from a faulty compressor. The metal and sludge get deposited throughout the system and will collect at places in the system with restrictions, like the orifice tube and, on later model vehicles, the parallel flow condensers. While flushing the system can help to remove debris from part of the system, items with smaller openings, like the parallel flow condensers, are going to collect the debris. Flushing them will only push the contaminants further into the condenser and will collect at the plugs and the side rails, reducing the amount of rows available to cool the refrigerant and slowing the flow of the refrigerant. This leads to high head pressures. Combine that with a high efficiency compressor, like a scroll, and not only will a replacement compressor fail, but it may do so catastrophically. When confronted with a compressor failure on a vehicle fitted with a parallel flow condenser, experts recommend that the technician replace the accumulator, orifice tube, or expansion device and condenser. It is also, it is also recommended that all other components be flushed to ensure they are free of contaminants that could harm the new compressor. Here's the bottom line. If your customer's AC system has a parallel flow condenser and there's a situation where you need to flush the system, it's strongly recommended that you replace the condenser. That's because a parallel flow condenser cannot be flushed. Since flushing the system is always recommended when replacing a failed compressor, if your customer needs a new compressor, odds are they'll need a new condenser too. Be aware, sometimes the problem isn't what it appears to be. In this example of the necessity of careful diagnostic procedures, the owner of a 2008 Nissan complained of cooling issues. The power steering pressure switch communicates with the engine control unit to regulate the vehicle's power steering system. When the power steering pressure switch detects excess load, the ECU makes adjustments to the power steering system to reduce stress on the motor. In this case, what appeared to be an air conditioning issue on a 2008 Nissan Altima 3.5 liter ended up being a direct result of excess stress on the power steering system after a wheel and tire upgrade. When the factory wheels were replaced with a larger style, the diameter of the rear new wheels increased the load going side to side. Because this vehicle is designed with a shared serpentine belt for the AC system and a power steering pump, the AC system appeared to be malfunctioning because the ECU was directed to reduce stress at the power steering pump. The solution to this problem was simply to replace the power steering pressure switch. Okay, kind of a bit of a side note there, but sort of interesting what ended up happening on that one. But again, the main gist of the article is that um, if you have a parallel flow condenser in your car, AC condenser, don't be surprised if they're doing, especially if they're replacing the compressor, that they're also recommending or saying you have to replace the condenser as well. That's really the gist of that article. So, again, just uh, one or two, hopefully, 
uh, educate you, enlighten you a little bit about some of the things that those of us that work on cars go through from time to time and things we have to learn and, and stay on top of. So always a changing world as far as that goes. So appreciate your time. hope you got something out of it. Uh, again, uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm usual. I'm always on uh, LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motor Work. So I usually try to check that all that stuff every day, if not multiple times a day. So you're certainly welcome to get a hold of me if you have any questions or uh, suggestions as far as new podcasts, things like that. So anyway, uh, appreciate you listening. Hope you got something out of it. Uh, thank you for your time. And I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.